Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Uh, today is episode 93. Uh, just Bobby and I in here hanging out, and uh, we're going to talk about creating a compelling vision. So uh, yeah, really the, the cliff notes on this is we're going to talk about your personal and professional visions, uh, why visions are important, uh, how we stay on track with our uh, visions, and then finally, how to tickle your own wrasse. <laughs> stay tuned. Yep. Um, let us know what you think. Thanks. So, yeah, uh, I guess let's just hop straight into uh, creating a compelling vision. And do you want to talk about first, Bobby, what it means to you? Do you want to talk about quotes? Where do you want to start? So, uh, I don't know. Let's talk <clears throat> a little bit about what it means to us because I think this is, for me, vision casting. I, I think of a couple different things. I think of vision boards and like pictures of people's like abs on there and thinking like, all right, those abs are going to be mine one day or like writing yourself that blank check or that check for a million dollars to go cash one day. Um, but if I'm just to, if I'm simplifying it, it just seems like, all right, figure out what you want and then chunking that down into smaller pieces to figure out exactly how you get there. Yeah. So it just depends on what you want to visualize, whether it's for you personally or for your business. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, very similar uh, opinion on my end, but to me, it's all about clarity. Like that's the word that it boils down to. So before you attempt to do anything successful, you have to have a clear idea of where you want to go. Strategy is great, but um, I think the big overarching thing here is like, what good is a map if you don't have like an actual destination of where you want to go, right? Yeah. I agree. I'd, and that's what that's one of the things that's really interesting with vision casting is we're, well, think about this too. We have so many people nowadays and we talk about this. I feel like I've talked about this a lot and I think we all have that we're used to the quick hit, the like the dopamine rush of being able to scroll on Facebook, get a notification, do something like that. Or people see, they see the tip of the iceberg, right? And they don't see all the shit and the, the bullshit that people have to deal with. And, um, a lot of people want those instant results. So I think the people that can actually implement something like vision casting and then execute on it are a whole nother level of people. Yeah, for sure. So what do you have as your quote for uh, for just setting a vision in general? So <clears throat> I, had, I had two quotes. Um, the one that I like the most, though, is by a guy, Jonathan Swift. I honestly don't even know who this guy is. Um, just, you know. Google image number three, Google, thank you. Google, it was like image number like 17. So nice. I scrolled a little bit. Um, and I put them on here so you would know not to choose yep. these. But uh, the quote is, vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. So I think of that a lot with some, especially business related, where you have you might say, here's where I see the organization going. Um, and a lot of people don't necessarily see things going that way. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a small business owner, if you're just trying to accomplish something for yourself, um, you're, you're not going to be able to, people aren't going to be able to see that until you can actually paint a picture what your of what your vision is. So that's what I got. Yep. What about you? So I had a quote <clears throat> that was, uh, to the person who does not know where he wants to go, uh, there's no favorable wind. So it, goes right along with what I said about if you have a map, that's great, right? But uh, what is it going to do if you don't exactly know where you're going? That quote is by Seneca. Um, so it just shows, and all of these are like the quote, what I'm saying, what I'm talking about is related because um, like full transparency, I'm getting ready to make a big play uh, for my career on the real estate side of things, which um, probably to most people would be like, that's a pretty fucking dumb idea considering the market is 
probably at the peak and it's only going to go down from here. But that's, uh, I think that type of mindset is just only for people who want like a quick, like, hey, maybe it's a flip and fix, or maybe they're just trying to do like be a real estate agent on the side and make money and take advantage of the hot market. I'm looking at the long-term play. Um, I want to develop a a fat real estate portfolio, both commercial and residential, mostly residential, all residential starting out. Um, I want to look into wholesale. I want to look into flip flip and fix. I want to see if down the road, there's actually a way that I can incorporate the recruiting, but just do it specifically for the real estate side, right? Um, I realize it's a, it's a passion of mine. It's something that I'm super, super just, I mean, I just go all in and I'm, I love everything that I do about real estate. So I'm switching it from doing it on the side to uh, doing it more full time to see where I go. And I tell you that long ass drawn out story um, because it's super imperative right now that I get a vision, that I set a vision for where I want to be, uh, what I want the company to do, company values. Again, like I've got to figure out what I want to do with the company, not only like, yes, revenue, but what role I want to play in the company, what plays in my strengths and what I enjoy doing about it so that I can move towards that going forward. So um, so that's why I actually kind of picked this uh, because I think setting a vision is very important, especially to me right now in this transition I'm going through. So why is setting a vision important to you, to you, to you Bobby? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> um Dude, I'll be honest. This is an area where I feel like I have struggled and especially with working in a career to this point where it's been a lot of run, 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 run. And then next thing you know, it's just you're you're putting out fires, right? Where you're definitely at a point in your career where you're like, okay, I got this business running well, right? Almost like like what Dan talks about, like that copy-paste type scenario where you can take something and what you've learned there and apply it to something else. Um, I'm still looking for that. Whenever I think of things that I've visualized or have kind of vision casted for, um, I don't have a big list of things that I think are impressive. You know, um, I think one of the biggest things in my life that I've, gotten, I've said, here's where I want to go. And I've gotten there has really been my weight loss journey, getting from 260 down to 190 and then starting working on some, uh, working on building back some muscle and things like that. I think that that's something that you have to live out also every single day. Um, I'm kind of looking for that next big thing of what I need to cast a vision out there for. Um, so I don't know if that kind of answers your question, but I, I kind of wanted to flip it back on you with what with what you're saying, and um, maybe this kind of goes a little bit away from uh, what we set out as, uh, as far as a little bit of an agenda, but for you personally, like, and you casting this vision for your real estate, and I think it was good that you were long-winded with that because it, there's probably other people that are thinking those same things and they're not just chunking it down into smaller pieces. So where exactly are you, because you've probably already started a little bit with this, but what is your first step? So <clears throat> that's a good question. And let me actually um, let me actually go back to something that you said earlier, just to kind of clear the air. Um, you said I've got like a vision, uh, a business up and running that's doing well. The business had its worst month ever last month on my side, right? The, so I've got my recruiting company that's generating some revenue. I've got uh, mine and Dan's company that I've been mainly focusing on and running the day to day, but we're half and half business partners. Um, how I decided that I'm making this transition is, um, well, basically the the transition is handing over the keys to Dan. So we're developing an, like an exit tra- exit strategy for me. 
Um, and I realized it's because like, although I like the idea of building a team, it's like recruitment was never necessarily like a passion for me. Like I'm good at recruitment. I'm good at account management. I'm good at sales, right? But in terms of what that's doing, uh, didn't necessarily play into like my zone of genius, uh, I guess you could say. And so that's when I kind of realized, uh, so the business wasn't going well. And that's when I realized I was making this transition because real estate's always something that's been important to me. But to go off of that, um, my visions have always been, you know, when you guys made fun of me for um, for having the, the abs on the vision board, right? Um, you know, I've had money on there. I've had things on there. I've had a business on there. Like definitely a lot of things that I haven't gotten yet, but also a good amount of things that I have gotten. Everything's been very material. Um, and what I realized is like now my vision is, yes, going to be centered around revenue and all that other stuff. But more importantly, my vision is I'm going to see myself loving, fucking loving what I do. Like every day, the things that I'm doing play to my strengths. I enjoy doing them. It allows me to be innovative. It allows me, it allows me to um, like do things the way I want to do them and, um, and creativity, right? Like tap into the strengths that I have there to grow a business as more of a visionary instead of like a, an integrator, like somebody that's really good at finishing things out in the day-to-day. Eventually, I'll have somebody like stepping in for me to do that. But that's what my vision is going to really consist of. Yes, um, I'm, gonna be re- I'm reading a book and I'll talk about that in a little bit of like uh, all these goals that I want to set out. But more importantly than just like the monetary or like what the house ne- or the car needs to look like or what my body is going to look like, it's really going to revolve around how much I enjoy every single day that I'm working. This is a big moment here. I didn't know about any of this stuff. Uh, so this is kind of some breaking news. So for people that are listening to the podcast. Oh, there's like um, four people that know. There's, there's. So this is new. Um, yeah. Well, first off, well, congrats on make like realizing that you wanted to make this shift because this probably wasn't easy. Um, you've been doing and building this for a really long time and looking at an exit strategy here, obviously, to make sure that that side of the business continues to run and everything's still all good is great. But then realizing that you are, this space maybe wasn't something that you felt 100% passionate about. Cause that's, I mean, that's one of the questions that um, people should be asking themselves on there. Like, what do I really want to experience in life? What are the most important things that I would like to happen in my life before I die, right? And you recognizing this at an early age, obviously it's not surprising because knowing the type of person that you are, but um, yeah, man, well, congrats. This is a, this is big. I appreciate that, dude. So what, so then going off some of those questions, it's like, what are the biggest takeaways now that we've had to talk? You said this is an area that you can improve, right? Now that you've had to do some research on it to talk about the subject, to develop your own questions, what are you doing now to start to develop your own vision? Well, with the very extensive 34 minutes that I put into this, <laughs> um, I can tell I can tell you <laughs> that uh, I, this isn't something that, writing a couple of these things down, so like, just for example, so, just looked up this website that I was trying to figure out, okay, what are the questions that you need to ask yourself um, before doing this? So I will answer your question, but for those people that are listening, um, I, we can post this website in the in the notes or whatever that might be, but it's this guy, Andy, Andy Andrews. What a name. That sounds um, so fucking made up. <laughs> he's a man of God, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it, listen to these questions. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, what do I really want to experience in my life? Second question, what are the most important things I would like to happen in my life before I die? 
Three, how would I like to live? Four, who do I want to become? And in just answering those first couple questions, the what do I really want to experience in my life, the one thing that I wrote, and I've been saying this a lot lately, um, is time freedom. So just being able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them. And don't get me wrong. I mean, you need to make a lot of money in order to get to a point where you have time freedom or you need to have enough passive income to where you can work less hours during the week so you can do more of the things that you love to do. Um, so I, I wrote that down. I mean, as far as what I'm, what I'm really want, I, I want that time freedom. And then I just think of, obviously, I mean, a big step. And, uh, you know, I guess I, I recently did the, this three-year letter. I say recently, it was back in October. So it was over six months ago. And I wrote that letter to myself. Um, and I guess I am doing some of these things. You know, and, like, and as I talk about this, it makes me realize that I am doing a lot of the things. But one of the first things on there was get Shelby moved to St. Louis. That happened yesterday. Um, and eventually, I, I mean, we see ourselves starting a family, growing that family. And then I wrote down here, what do I want to experience in my life? And I wrote down for my future kids to be able to be at every every sporting event, every dance recital, whatever that is with them, with work never getting in the way. And I think that is a big time freedom thing. It's trying to find that passive income. And then I, I think about some of those other things that are on that list and that three-year letter that I've come up with. And one of them was... Uh, completing the live hard program. And I got my, I got my, uh, start date on June 6th and yep. I got a couple buddies, uh, that are going to be doing it with me. So some people that are to hold each other accountable. And, um, that's one of the things like within this three year span. So that among a couple other things that I have in there, but I think there hasn't been a lot of intention around that actually happening other than just, it all came back to me opening up that letter recently and realizing, okay, going to have that that box are going to have that box checked here soon with Shelby getting here. But it's like, there's a lot of other things that I want to accomplish to get the mental clarity that I need to eventually be a really good dad and be better in business. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I want to, I want to be, I want to have the freedom to do the things that I want to do. And as far as, uh, some things that I really want to happen before I die, I want to take my dad to Scotland Go, there's a Drummond Castle in Scotland. So do that. Go play around at St. Andrews. And um, that I don't know why that was the first thing that I thought of, but it's like, I can't do that without having time freedom. And obviously you got to have some money, but that's something that's probably not as far as a, away as I think that it is. But in all actuality, we've talked about this on another podcast too, is time's going to be limited with my parents. So that's got to be something that I plan here within the next five years, realistically, or maybe even the next three years in order for that to happen while dad can still get around really well. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I was, uh, so I was at a uh, wedding reception, um, crashed, a we crashed a wedding reception uh, over the weekend. Nice. And <laughs> we were all sitting around and having that conversation, like, how old are your parents? How old are your parents? And I forgot who brought it up, but it's like, okay, well, how often do you see your parents every year? And it's like, okay, once a month, whatever, average age, right? And so it was, and I was pretty, like, sauced up at the time, but I was just like, damn. I'm like, my mom's a little bit older. Um, I won't throw it out there because she doesn't. She probably listens to this podcast, uh, and, she'd be, and she'd be pissed off at me. But um, in all seriousness, I was like, "Shit!" Like that's a fucked up thing to think about. So I like darted out of the reception and like called my mom, and you know, was whatever. She was probably like, "You're an idiot and you're drunk." But <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's interesting things to think about. But <clears throat> going off what you're saying, you're talking about how like well you you looked at the shit that you put in your vision and that like put it back at the forefront of your mind. So that kind of goes 
uh, along with what you need to do with the vision. You can't just outline a vision and then like leave it and then hope that it comes to fruition. And uh, I wanted to talk about the thing that Ed Milet likes to talk about, which is the reticular activating system. So the RAS. I love the RAS. Yes, dude. So to me, whenever you talk about like the woo-woo shit in the world, like the law of attraction, like all that other stuff, it's like, I think most men in general are this way, but I'm very like left brain, like, you know, I need to see the steps. I need to see the proof. I need to like, uh, I'm analytical, right? So when you just talk about like shit can happen, if you just imagine it, it's like, I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Like it doesn't just work like that. But when you talk about things, like the reticular activating system was something that really like gave, put the science um, and and how behind the law of attraction type stuff. So the RAS, reticular activating system, is a bundle of nerves in our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so that important stuff gets through. So the reason you'll learn a new word and then all of a sudden you start hearing that word everywhere is the uh, or everywhere is the RAS. The reason that you pull off the lot with a new car that you've been doing a bunch of research on and then all of a sudden you see five of them on the way home is because of the RAS. So basically like when you put daily intention and focus on something, no matter what that is, like it's like when you talk about how many uh, advertisements you're bombarded with a day and you don't even realize it, right? Unless you put your attention towards, like, I just want to notice real estate ones. You will notice real estate advertisements on billboards, on commercials, on the radio, like whatever the fuck it is. So um, the more the brainstem will filter out the unnecessary bullshit, like it will happen the more you put your mind towards uh, the goals and the vision that you want to create. So that's, we actually learned that a couple years ago. We were, we did a sales training and it was all about, uh, we would say, we want to tickle the owner's ras and get them, get them, <laughs> get them to think about something over and over again, right? Like be able to reference things that, um, uh, whether it was like making sure there was a good benefits program in place and stuff like that. But they use the same example of, uh, shoot, like I remember it was, so Meg Rod uh, Gunther, so she was our, she has held multiple positions without Aflac, but someone who's been really influential in, in mine and a lot of other people's career. But she talked about how, oh, whenever the Honda Pilot was new, she just wanted a Honda Pilot. And then she, as soon as she got the Honda Pilot, same thing. She's like, I saw fucking so many of them out on the road and I'd never even, felt like I'd never seen any of them before. And now, like, I mean, I think of, I've wanted a Tesla for a while. I thought it'd be a cool thing to have an electric car, not have to go fill up uh, a gas tank, anything like that. And I swear, every five cars I see on the road, like, everyone has one. And I'm like, well, who's going to come out with the next electric vehicle? Because I don't want that one anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's spot on. It, it just trying to figure out what it is that I want. I, I I think dialing that in too is, there's two steps with that. Like figure out what the hell it is that you want um, and then think about that on a daily basis. Ask for, shoot, ask for signs, you know, like, hey, put stuff in front of me today that's going to help me make money. Put mm -hmm. stuff in front of me today that's about real estate that's going to help me get my real estate company where I want it to be. Put stuff in front of me today that's going to, help me get on the right track with my diet plan or encourage me to get a second workout in today. So yeah, I love that. I haven't heard the the Raz in a while. Yeah, it's, I like a, it. it's a good one. Um, what else you got? I think that's like the last. I, so I will say this in terms of what we're doing uh, for our vision. I'm, I got turned on to a, bit, a book called um, Traction. <clears throat> and it's all about EOS. If you've not heard of EOS, it's uh, Entrepreneurial 
entrepreneurial operating system. So it's like a super popular way of like how to run a business. It's based off those, but Traction talks about like the EOS and how to implement that in your business. And a really, really big part of the book is the vision. So I'm just now starting on it, but it uh, it has like eight core components in how to uh, create like a really compelling and like something that's um, uh, most likely successful vision or you'll most likely be successful, more likely to be successful. Those fucking Airbnb fuckers kept me out. <laughs> so the eight the eight areas are uh, what are your core values, right? Guidelines that define you, your culture, who you are as people. Uh, what's your core focus? So your reason for being and your niche. So um, for that, it's just making sure that you don't get distracted by shiny stuff. Like it's really easy to like gain a little bit of traction and then pull over this way when you see like another way to do a business or like another another area that could be growing in your niche, right? So so you don't shift your focus too much. There's a 10-year target, a three-year picture, a one-year plan, and then quarterly rocks where you can measure yourself and reassess kind of where you are. And then you've got your marketing strategy and your issues, uh, internal issues that you have and whatever issues that you're solving. So um, that's all I have on that. Like I said, I'm not uh, yet into it, but I got recommended this book like seven, eight, nine, ten times in the past like month. So I felt like it was is finally time to pull the trigger. So I I can report back. I, I I so I saw your post on that and I actually screenshotted that and added it to my list of uh, on Amazon because hmm. I I thought any book that you're reading is probably something that um, I would dig too. So yeah, Traction. Who, who do you know the author? Traction is, I'll look it up. Uh, as I'm looking it up, did you have any other questions that you wanted to talk about in terms of vision? I mean, we're we're pretty sound on time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think as far as for people that are listening, uh, think about think about where you where it is that you want to go personally, professionally, financially, emotionally, in your relationship, spiritually, et cetera. Um, yeah, and then chunk it down um, into some smaller pieces. Uh, go visit some of these web websites try and try and do something. I think that's my biggest takeaway personally from this is uh, get really clear with what my vision is for myself personally and professionally, um, and then try and chunk that down into some smaller pieces and really figure out where it is that you want to go. Yep, for sure. Uh, by the way, it's Gino, Wick Gino Wickman that uh, is the author of Traction. So yeah, this is a pretty good one. Like I said, a lot of takeaways uh, for vision here, guys. If you um, have any questions, again, reach out to us through Instagram is going to be our best bet. We do check the email as well. Uh, you can also DM us on Facebook or LinkedIn. We're just not as active on those platforms, but make sure you follow us everywhere. Make sure you subscribe on every major platform. If you get any, um, really, uh, any um, of your own traction out of uh, listening to our podcast, hey, hey. hey uh, <laughs> make sure you leave us a review. And, uh, and like I said, we're always, we're always in for feedback. Um, but otherwise we appreciate you guys tuning in and we will catch you next week. See ya later.